Welcome to the Level Up English podcast, the best place to come to practice the English language, learn about the British accent and culture. With me, your host, Michael Lavers. Hello, English learners, and welcome back to another episode of the Level Up English podcast. Hope you're doing well today. Today, we're going to be talking all about holes. Deep holes, narrow holes. It's going to be all about holes today. It's a little bit of a weird topic, but I'm going to explain more about that in just a second and what this could mean for your English studies and your motivation. And I think what we talk about today is going to be really useful for general life goals and motivation and achieving your goals, all that kind of stuff. It's going to be a really interesting episode. I hope you enjoy it. Before we get to that, I've got a couple things I want to cover. I do want to mention the membership site. So for those of you who don't know, this podcast is the public side of my work. But I also have a private side, which is the membership site at levelupenglish.school. And if you go over here, you can access many different things, including transcripts for these episodes. So you can follow along the subtitles to improve your reading and your listening. I've had a lot of great feedback on them, so that's nice. And also on the transcript courses, there is some bonus content as well. So you can listen to some audio, learn some new words. There's some quizzes to help you uh, get more from these episodes. Sometimes if I talk about some grammar, I will put a grammar lesson up along with the episode. So you can kind of learn a little bit more with me rather than just listening. So you're a bit more active learning, kind of. But in addition to that, we also have weekly group classes. So you can talk with me, practice your conversation skills. We have vocabulary pronunciation courses, an IELTS exam course, many different things like that. And this is all available at levelupenglish.school. Go over there, click on the members button at the top and consider joining our global community and becoming a member. And if you're not sure about that, I also have a free email option for you. So there's a link in the description of this podcast that says free lessons. If you sign up to the email community, you will not only get twice a month free lessons and updates from me, but also you will get five free lessons from Level Up English. So even if you want, you can just sign up, check them out. And if you don't like it, you can leave the email list. You don't have to stay. But of course, I hope you do stay. So again, all the details for all of that is in the description of this podcast episode. So hope some of that is useful for you. If you're already a member, thank you very much. I really appreciate all you guys for joining me. And now one last thing before we get into the topic. I have a very nice, simple audio message from someone. So let's listen to that now and see what they have to say. Hello, I love your podcast. I'm Alberto from Mexico. I have been learning a lot of English because of you. I like the clarity of your words. It is really easy to understand what you're saying, at least for me. I listen to your podcast while I'm working. It is more comfortable for me. 
Thank you very much for your work. So there we go. Thank you, Alberto, for that very nice message. It's very kind of you, and I'm glad the podcast is helping you all the way in Mexico, on the other side of the world from me. So thank you for listening. I'm glad it's helping. Appreciate it a lot. And if you guys want to leave your messages, you can if you go to levelupenglish.school slash podcast. And there's an audio message space further down the page. Okay, thank you, Alberto, for that. I want to begin this episode today with a quote that really stood out to me. And I think it might be interesting for you guys as well. So this one is, you can get almost anything you want out of life, as long as it's one thing and you want it far more than anything else. So this phrase here, as long as it's mm. Another way to say this is only if. It's the same as only if. Like, you can come to my party only if you bring wine. Yeah, so it's on the condition that you do something. You can be happy as long as you don't work every day. Yeah, so if you don't work every day, you can be happy. So what this quote is basically saying is you have to be really focused on one thing to get success, right? And I think where I heard, I think I heard it from another podcast perhaps, and what they were talking about was all these famous people that have achieved great success in their lives. And usually the reason they do that is not because they got lucky necessarily or because they you know, were born with rich parents, but very often it's because they were they had a single focus on one thing for many, many years. So what this quote is kind of warning you against doing is trying to do too many things at the same time. So the title of today's episode is Deep and Narrow versus Wide and Shallow. So I want to talk about what this means first of all. We've got deep and narrow, right? So deep, again, we're going to talk about holes now. Imagine you're digging a hole in your garden or in the park and you're going very, very deep. That means you're going very far down, right? So if it's a deep hole, that means you can get in the hole and it would be above your head. It's very, very deep, very far down. But narrow talks about the width of the hole, not the length, but the width. So narrow means like very thin, skinny hole, right? So you're digging down and down and down, but you're not making the hole so wide. So that's one type of hole, deep and narrow, a very long, thin hole. If we do the opposite, we go wide and shallow. So wide is very, you know, large in width, kind of fat. It covers a large area of the grass, of the garden. Shallow means you don't go down very far. Maybe you're going down just a few centimetres. It's not a deep hole. It's very wide and shallow. Yeah. So in both holes, you are digging out the same amount of earth. You're digging out the same amount of soil. So you're putting in the same work in both of those holes. But the the type of hole you're digging is different. If you are still confused by my perhaps not great explanation, I will put a picture up on the show notes page. So if you go to levelupenglish.school slash podcast 189, then you can see a picture of what I'm talking about. 
But basically, this is kind of an analogy, a comparison to how we focus on things in our lives. So if you dig a deep and narrow hole, that is the equivalent, the same, as focusing on one thing and nothing else. So maybe when you're 18, you say, I want to be a successful business person. So I am going to start a business and focus on this business and nothing else. So that means you're going very deep and narrow on that business. You found exactly what you want to do and you're going to keep digging and digging, working and working until you reach success. And maybe in our metaphor, success is very deep in the ground, maybe. It's like a a treasure chest underground, perhaps. So that person is much more likely to reach success because they're so focused on one thing. Conversely, there's another person this person's friend, who is 18, and they're not sure what they want to do really. So they try many, many different things. They they start a business, they also go to university, they get employed with another person, they do all these different things. But because they are spreading themselves so thin, it's very wide and shallow, they're not going to have any big success in one area, right? Because they're focusing on too many things. And it's not to say that's always bad. You know, wide and shallow isn't always bad. I'll come back to that a bit more later, I think. But I think the, the main idea here is if you want to have success in something, you need to focus really deeply and single-mindedly on one thing. Fewer things, the better. So going deep and narrow on something is a very goal-oriented attitude to life. However, wide and shallow, it's very scattered. It's like a shotgun shooting bullets all over the place, and hopefully you'll, you'll hit the target, but you're not guaranteed to do that. But we can look at a few examples now to make it a bit easier, and also, of course, we're going to relate it to English learning as well. So while I'm talking, see if you can think about how this can relate to your studies and your life, but maybe you'll get some ideas from me as well. So one example is something that I kind of relate to a bit. And this is when you have your own business and you're trying every single social media website instead of one. And it's still something that's on my mind a little bit because I might be a little bit too wide and shallow right now. But imagine you start your own business or your teaching website like me and you have, you know, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, uh, Snapchat. What else is there? Something else, you know, YouTube, all these different social media websites. And perhaps it's a good idea to have a presence on all of them. However, because you're trying to focus on so many different platforms, you're not going to reach any level of success in one of them. And I realized that quite early on, when I was trying to do Instagram and Facebook at the same time, and it was just too much. So I've really stopped using Facebook. And I think most people have anyway, right? But because of that, I, I was able to reach you know, better success, if you like, on Instagram. So it helps to be more focused. I'm still wondering what else I can do. You know, I'm still like, I've got the YouTube channel, I've got my podcast, Maybe it's still a bit too much, but I don't really want to give 
the YouTube channel up, but I'm definitely not stopping the podcast, so don't worry. (laughs) Another example away from business now. Imagine you have five partners. You've got five husbands or five wives, and you're trying to please all of them. You're trying to make them all happy. You're trying to give them all your energy. But you you only have 100% energy, right? And if you have five partners, you have to divide up your energy between them, giving one partner 20%, another 20%. So you will never have a really good relationship with any of them because you're split between them. And, you know, I think this is obvious, but it just illustrates the point. Conversely, if you have just one partner, one husband or wife, then you can give them 100% of your energy and potentially have a really good relationship. So five partners is this wide and shallow idea. One partner is deep and narrow. Does that make sense? However, I do want to make clear that it's not necessarily always wrong to go wide and shallow. And I think this is especially true the younger you are. So I would encourage my children, you know, my future children, let's say, to go quite wide and shallow at the beginning, because I think it's a good idea to find out what you like to do. Let me know if you guys agree or disagree. But in my opinion, when you're younger, it's a good idea to try as many things as you like, as many things as you can, to see what you like, to see what you are passionate about, to see what you enjoy. And then once you find something, you can niche down. This phrasal verb, to niche down, means to get more specific in one area and put all of your focus in a more specific area. So at the beginning, you have so many hobbies and things you're doing, then you niche down to find what you really love in life. So the older you get, the more things you try, the more deeper and narrow you should go perhaps. That's my idea anyway, but let me know if you have a slightly different idea to that. Yeah, I will be honest, I'm always thinking about niching down myself. Like, I really enjoy making my YouTube videos sometimes on my main channel, Level Up English, but on the other hand, it's it's a lot of work and I sometimes feel like it would be better to focus on the podcast, which is the thing I enjoy most and the thing that you guys seem to enjoy most because it gets more downloads than on YouTube anyway. But I don't know, I don't really want to stop here. It's kind of, I'm in two minds about it, you know. You're welcome to give me your feedback about it, but here's a good expression though. I am in two minds. If you're in two minds, that means you have kind of a split opinion on something. There's on the one hand, on the other hand. I'm in two minds about it. I'm not sure what to do. But we'll see what happens in the future anyway. But yeah, think about in your life and your experience, people who have gone deep and narrow in something. If you think about any person who has achieved great success in one area, probably it's because they've gone really deep and narrow in that field, right? They've become almost obsessed with one thing. Another example are professional athletes. I imagine if you look at any professional footballer or gymnast or any athlete who is competing on a professional level, 
Probably they have been really single-minded on their sport. And whenever they have free time or some time off, they're focused on that sport and everything they do in life is to optimise their performance. And that has led them to great success. But of course, it does have downsides where you have less family time, less free time. So you have to kind of weigh up the pros and cons about how much focus you want in your life, I suppose. I also put something in my notes here, which was a question mark that said, the best success in life comes from obsession, question mark. I'm not sure if that's true, but to be obsessed with something is like to be addicted to something. It's all you can think about. You want to do it every day. You're just obsessed. You're totally obsessed. You're addicted. It's very similar meaning. And I do kind of see this with my students, like the English learners sometimes. Without a doubt, the students I meet who have the highest level of English are the ones who have turned it into an obsession, where they think about it all the time, they love studying, and usually it's connected to their hobby. Uh, Maybe they're really passionate about video games, or they love travel and they use English when they travel, or something like that. And it's always these people that have this obsession with one thing, have the best English, in my experience. Conversely, if you are learning English to get into university because you have to get a good score, it's going to be much harder because you're doing it for an external reason. So let's think about some ways we can relate this to language learning now. And this is just as relevant to me as I hope it will be for you. But one simple idea is rather than trying to study five languages at once, focus on one language with all your energy. And I think this does sound obvious, but maybe for some of us it will be a nice reminder. It's not wrong to focus on five languages, of course. If you enjoy that, then please do it. But you also have to keep in mind your progress in each language will be slower because your focus is, again, split on five different languages, just like with that husband-wife analogy before. So if you really want to see great success in one thing, maybe consider getting rid of the languages and focusing only on English. Or you might decide that even though it's not the perfect situation, I love both of my languages and I'm not going to give up on one of them. Incidentally, that is what I have decided. I'm learning two languages right now, mostly. And it would be nice to focus on one and try to make it into an obsession, really get good at that one. But I enjoy both of them too much and I don't want to give up one. So you have to kind of make that decision for yourself. Another difficult decision to make is how much time you spend on your hobbies, right? Hopefully, English learning can be a hobby for you. I really hope it can be. But if you are doing so many different hobbies in your spare time and it's taking away from your English study time, it's important to consider if that is really worth it for you. I will give you an example. In my life. I love listening to podcasts. I listen to lots of English podcasts in my native language. I also like audiobooks, so I listen to audiobooks sometimes. And of course I like studying languages, 
So really, I think I'm a bit too wide and shallow here. I've got too many things. I've got podcasts, audiobooks, and, you know, foreign language podcasts as well. And there's all these different things. And when I have some free time, I have to think, you know, what do I want to do? Am I going to listen to a podcast? Am I going to listen to an audio lesson in Japanese? Am I going to do my audio book? And I have too many options, really. So I think if I got rid of one or two or focused on one a bit more, I would have more success in that area. But I haven't come to a decision yet, but it's something I'm thinking about. But that's just my own example. So I guess also you could really consider how many resources you really need. I think it's very easy these days with the internet to overcomplicate our study. You might have textbooks and online courses and audio lessons and podcasts, all these different things, and maybe it's a little bit too stressful and you might have more success with just one resource. If you just focus on one thing, you might find it to be easier and you can see more success that way. Again, I'm not saying it's right or wrong to do a certain thing. It's just something to keep in mind, right? Something to consider. Maybe if you're thinking about changing your routine in some way, this might be coming to you at the right time. But yeah, just to give my final closing thoughts on this topic, I think it's always good to maybe consider going wide and shallow, trying many different things, until you find what you really like to do. And then you can start to focus, and remember, niche down on what you like with all of your energy and go very narrow on that activity. Yeah, you might be able to tell in my personal life, at the stage I'm at now, I think I have gone wide and shallow in the past, but I guess I'm getting to that age now, that time in my life where I want to get a bit deeper and narrower. So There's a few things I'm doing, like one recent change I have made is I am uploading videos on YouTube less frequently, and in replace of that, I am uploading podcast episodes more frequently. So I'm putting more focus on this podcast. Another example is I'm not doing really many private lessons anymore. Before I was doing private lessons, Level Up English podcast, YouTube way too many things. But now I've kind of reduced my one-to-one lessons down. So I'm just focused on the podcast and the Level Up English members. So I can give more focus to my membership, which I think is important. Okay, so let's end today as we always like to do with a couple podcast reviews and then a quote to inspire you, hopefully for the week. So I've got one here, one review from Sarah, who says... Uh, Your podcast is the best. I like your voice, your quotes, and the topics that you choose. My listening skills have been improving, and I am trying to keep listening as much as possible. I'm looking forward to your new episodes. Thank you very much, Sarah or Sarah. Thank you for your kind review, and that is from Saudi Arabia. So thank you for that. That's nice. I've got a question here in the review from Shema who says, can I practice my writing skills and send you short paragraphs to give me the feedback? I do get this question a little bit sometimes. And the short answer is no. 
because if everyone did that, I would just be working all day. I would have no free time because everyone would be giving me their writing, right? <laughs> but what I did do to try to approach and solve this problem is I made a writing course on Level Up English. So on this writing course, I usually once a week give a writing prompt. At the moment, we have between, I think, 20 and 30 prompts. And basically, you have to respond to this prompt. And it will be something like, for example, tell me about a good memory from your childhood. And you have to write about that. And I will give you my feedback and corrections. And you're welcome to ask me any questions you like about that. And many people get involved in this. And it's really great to see people improving week to week. And yet, if you do join now, you are behind, you know, 25, 30 weeks. So that means you have lots of writing you can do if you want to practice there. So that's a little bit of a way of a compromise where you can join the membership, which, you know, supports me and helps my podcast going. And it's my way of also helping you and supporting your writing skills as well. So hopefully that is a suitable answer for you. But okay, so today we've been talking about the topic of focus. And on that, I want to end with a quote from George Lucas, director of Star Wars. And he said, always remember your focus determines your reality. Mm. Well, thank you for watching or listening, whether you are on the podcast, whether you're on the YouTube channel. Appreciate you being here and I'll see you in the next one. Goodbye. You have been listening to the Level Up English podcast. If you would like to leave a question to be answered on a future episode, then please go to levelupenglish.school forward slash podcast. That's levelupenglish.school slash podcast. And I'll answer your question on a future episode. Thanks for listening.